What's up, everyone? This is the Building and Empowering People's Podcast, and I'm your host, Victor Thomas and Derek Simmons Jr. And we just came to talk to you guys about life, what's been happening in our lives, some of the information we've picked up along the way, and some things that can hopefully help change your life and inspire you. So let's just jump right into it. Um, Derek, how has your week been so far, man, since the last time we recorded the podcast? Anything new, anything interesting, anything that you may want to share with the people on the podcast? Yeah. Um, School, man. <laughs> like, school has... I've been basically just been doing school this my whole last week. Um, everything's beginning. They already packing us with a bunch of assignments in and out. And you know, like I was texting you earlier, um, like I I told myself that I don't have time for this. I don't have time for that because of school. But I felt like I was the more I was texting you, the more I've realized like I'm just making excuses. You know what I'm saying? Like because. There's 24 hours in a day, and obviously I'm not at school for 24 hours. Obviously, I have right. that break in between, or coming home or stuff like that. And even though I do my homework and stuff like that, it's just a matter of what am I doing when I'm not doing any school or anything like that. So, like I, I'm starting to realize how more precious time is, and like, like I said, tomorrow's not promised to us today. And like, if I like. Knock on wood, but if I died right now, would I be satisfied? You know what I'm saying? For what I'm doing right now, am I giving God the glory for what I'm doing? Or am I finding time to to really go into the spiritual gifts that God has given me to impact his people? So I'm starting to learn, no matter how much time it is, always make the most of how much you got because it's precious. So that's what I've been thinking about and learning when... um. And I'm starting to go to school now, so I'm probably going to, I'm not probably, I'm going to try to, I'm going to apply that to my life and, you know, just trusting God. So. Man, that's good to hear. And I, <clears throat> I text you earlier, man, because something was just, was just on me that I felt that I needed to share with you. Yeah. And I always <laughs> say that the biggest thing is accountability because. At times we can be so stuck in our ways and we don't we don't know that we're stuck. We don't even realize that we're not living up to our fullest potential. We're not doing the things that we're supposed to do because we really can't step outside of ourselves to be consciously aware of the things that we're not doing. Yeah. So I vowed that I was going to be an accountability partner for you as well so that things that I knew that you probably weren't doing or things that you're probably struggling with. I thought to send a couple messages to actually see where that was Definitely. and to not assume that you were or were not doing anything, but to check in, to see what you were doing, to see that, how can you do these things better? And when I bring it from an outside perspective in, it allows you to kind of think of the things that you're doing and you can be like, well, I am doing this, but I'm not doing that. Yeah. I can do this better. And I think I'm doing pretty good at this right here. Exactly. And just in general, man, I think that in life in general, we all need accountability partners. We mm -hmm. need uh, people that are going to be in our lives is going to hold us accountable. And it's not the fact that they're judging us. They're actually giving us uh, constructive criticism. And that constructive criticism is great because it helps us to become better people. And without those people and that constructive criticism, we don't grow. Exactly, man. Like we were talking about earlier, we can't really reach greatness by ourselves, man. There's always going to be something that we have to improve on. There's always going to be something that we have to hear to better ourselves and 
no matter what type of area it might be. Maybe you're big in this area, but maybe you need some some building up in this area and dig it up into something better so you can start to do things in the right way. So I I definitely know what you mean by that, man. <clears throat> but yeah, man, my uh, week since the last podcast we've had, I Sunday, I, I told you earlier that I started um, a Bible school. It's called BSD, Bethel yeah. School of Disciple, Discipleship, and it was the orientation. And I started it last year, but I came in on like week 20 or something. It like completely threw me off. I'm like, I think they were doing spiritual gifts. And I'm like, I think this is like way too advanced for me because I didn't have an understanding on the basic stuff before then. Mm -hmm. So I didn't I didn't continue. I took that one class and I left and I just started back because it's, it's fresh again, fresh, like brand new starting from the beginning. And the orientation pretty much did a breakdown of the things that we're going to do, the things that we're going to go over, the things that we're going to be hearing, what we're going to learn from it. And then it even went into year two if we continue to want to take that. But basically, man, it's pretty much it's called Bethel School of Discipleship. And the reason why it's called that I see is that it's teaching us to be disciples of Christ. So mm -hmm. just like the 12 disciples that he had, uh, they had to be, have trainings and teachings and all that. And Jesus was their teacher and their trainer, yeah. but he's equipped us so well these days to where it's so many people that can teach others to be disciples. And my whole thing is going there to learn to be a disciple. So when I'm living out in, in the world, I'm not living out in the world as of the world, but I'm living out in the world as a disciple of Christ and coming to them from a way and a heart that he would have me to come from. So mm -hmm. that's that's kind of that. Yeah. And uh, Monday we had our um, <clears throat> our B man's authentic manhood. I'm in year two, uh, part two. And this past week we talked about. Dang, what did we talk about? We kind of talked about work ethic and stuff, and we talked about how uh, whatever we do, God is not really concerned in what we do. He's concerned in how we do it. Yeah. He's concerned in us being uh, appreciative and grateful and working hard in what it, whatever we're doing and giving him honor and praise within doing it. So he doesn't care like you say, like, oh, um, I'm a car salesman or I sell shoes at the store. Like, it doesn't matter what you are, but do it to the best of your ability, giving him the glory and the honor and the praise so that whatever it is you're supposed to do, he can move you there and he can trust you and install you to be able to do it because what you've shown him you're capable of doing. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what we talked about in the B man's group on Monday. But outside of that, that that's been pretty much the week there. Yeah. I feel you, man. You know, like you were saying, I feel like there's one thing in having gifts, but then there's another thing in having a gift and letting God be in the midst of that gift. You know what I'm saying? So when you were talking about the disciple of things, I always had this type of philosophy that I always lived by. Like if, um, if God sent Jesus not 2,000 years ago, but now, yeah, would he knock on my door? You know what I'm saying? Would, would Jesus knock on my door and say, I want you to be one of my disciples. I want you to follow me. So I try to think about that type of thinking every day and live as if I am a disciple, live as if, you know, trying to grow closer to God and be one with God. Because at the end of the day, if I knew Jesus was coming, like if Jesus didn't come 2,000 years ago, but today I would want him to knock on my door. You know what I'm saying? For sure. So, 
Definitely, man. That's that's what I wanted to say on that when you said that. <laughs> and it would be a lot different, I think, these days, because back then he was kind of looking for like misfits and all yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah. So I don't know if that would still be the same thing if he's still looking for the people that can be used, because he was looking for the people that was after his heart, mm-hmm. but the people that had the ability to do so, but they just weren't there yet. So he could train them and mold them and develop into the people that yeah. he figured that they could be. And so, my go ahead, go oh, ahead. Go ahead. So, I was about to say, and the thing about that is like. That just comes to show that God can use you no matter who you might be. You know what I'm saying? God can work you and train you. And like I said, we're living witnesses to that, obviously, yeah. man, oh, yeah. where we've been through. But, you know, how God has trained us up into, you know, he didn't see us for who we are at the moment. He sees us for what we can become. He saw us in our perfect state. He saw us not for what other people have seen us before, how we, what we can grow into. So 100 yeah. percent, man. And that's. One other thing I want to bring up is I um I forgot to mention the the speaking engagement that I had yesterday actually mm-hmm. at the Goodwill. I kind of told you a bit about it. Yeah. But um the people didn't really get to hear because that was just a conversation that me and you had. But um uh, one of my friends in, invited me to to speak and it was kind of her thing, but I was a guest speaker, so I was very grateful and appreciative of that. And she was pretty much talking to him about business, and I was there to like for the motivation. I kind of shared a bit of my story, and um, and her name is Temperance, and she she's on Facebook. She does all type of things with, you know, CBD oil with all this type of stuff. So she's a real go getter. She's an entrepreneur, and nothing stopping her. She's owned uh, restaurants. She's done all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I wouldn't say that she she's had some failures, but I've said she has had some some time, some testing times. You know, the word says, you know, the testing of your, the testing of your faith, you know, produces something. And what's happening is, is she's had this and she continues to go. So by me being able to be a person on the outside looking in, like it's almost like a person I look up to now and I kind of admire, you know, being a wife, being a mother and still continue to grind even after things have like failed and went in a direction that you didn't expect them to go. But like mm-hmm. you get up every day and said, I'm, I'm going to continue to do this. And not only that, but it's a God fearing woman. Like, you yeah, know, it's yeah. just like she puts God first. And it's like, whoa. And to invite me to do something it was so much bigger than just like, oh, I get to do this. Yeah. So I'm there. When she's speaking, I'm kind of looking back as a fan, like, you know, she's getting to tell people her expertise on business and how to do certain things and the things that she's done and what she's learned from them. And now she continues to strive and go forward. And I just kind of came in and kind of tell the people uh, as an introduction, telling them who I was, uh, where I was born and raised, uh, the things that the adversities and things I had to overcome, how, you know, um, how you usually end up being a product of your environment, how. I was told that I was either going to be dead or in jail and how my environment and my circumstances changed. So that allowed me to change and how I was going in one direction and was headed one way. But because of God, he put me in another environment, another space, and I was able to change completely and Mm -hmm. not do, you know, a 180, but a 360 and become a total different person than the person that they that the world kind of projected and thought that I was going to be because of where I was and what I was doing. Exactly. So, but yeah, man, I just had to 
talk a bit about that though. Yeah, man, for sure, man. It's just crazy how God just sees us in a wonderful way, man. And I feel like that's that's one thing I started to learn and God just dropped in my spirit. You can't really rush what God's trying to develop. You know what I'm trying yeah. to say? Oh, yeah. Like when 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 we just think about who we used to be and who we are now, you know, it took some developing and it took some time. And now since we got here, now since we have an expectation of where we want to go, we have this, I feel like sometimes, and I struggle with this sometimes, I try to rush it. So it's be like, man, when I get here, when I get there, but like I'm starting to just slowly learn to understand when I put God first in everything that I do, when I invite him in certain things, like it's, it, it just shows how the development that God is shaping and molding me into, it's, it's so so big and so magnificent so you can't really rush what god's trying to develop in you and where he's trying to take you and um where you're trying to go so that's kind of something i i, I wanted to add on to that and i appreciate you sharing that <coughs> but um man what's the next topic you want to get into what what is something that you think that the people should uh should hear or that you want to kind of help them out with this week. You know, each week we kind of give them a, a couple of things that we we talk about. We go into different subjects and we try to go to as many different things as possible. And, you know, we're talking about information. A lot of the things is going to be repeated. But and we think about it, a lot of the books that we read and even the Bible, for instance, is, it repeats itself so many times. So but it's always good to have that repeat factor into it so people can really get it because they may not have gotten it one way but we can give it to them another way but it's also really good to add in new stuff because mm -hmm. sometimes it might be like oh you know we've been hearing this and we've been hearing that when are you guys going to get into like a new topic or a new discussion of uh something to talk about so we can learn something new so anything in uh, specific that you wanted to kind of dive into and talk to this week um, about i feel like we really didn't talk about process, okay, so to speak. I feel like everybody needs to know that process is vital and key because when we go through certain processes, we're like, why is it, why is it taking so long? But I feel like with process, no matter how fast or slow, like process, process is process, no yeah. matter how slow it may be. Even if if I just took a simple step, that was one process from where I was. Yeah. And once process, to, yeah, it's, it's just repeatedly progress. So I feel like we need to definitely dive deep into process because I feel like a lot of us right now are giving up through the process because we feel that nothing is coming from the process. But I, like I said in one of my answers in the Toastmaster today, I feel like once we endure the struggle, we will also receive the blessing from the struggle as well. So the more that you want to keep on enduring, keep on fighting, keep on striving for through this struggle, you can receive the blessing. It's, it's kind of like how Jacob wrestled with God. Yeah. He said, I'm not going to let go until you bless me. And, and that's, we have to realize we can't let go through these certain things that we're going through. I like that one. Man. You know what I'm saying? We cannot let go. We have to keep on holding on, keep on pushing through because at the end of the day, this progress is going to lead you to where you need to reside in in life. So I feel like we need to talk about process. Oh man, for sure. And um, the process in it, man, also add in just the practice of it. Mm -hmm. You know, um, the things that we do, repetition, consistency, the things that kind of help, help to produce great things going forward. It's like, 
we can't we can't go to a store and want to have certain items to take with us, but yeah. we don't have the money. It's like, I want this, this, and this. It's like, well, it costs this amount of money. It's like, well, but I don't got it, but I don't have the money to pay for it, but I do want to take it home. It's mm-hmm. like, well, you know, if you don't have the money, then you can't get it. So exactly. it's the same as the practice. If you don't do the practice and take the steps that it takes to be able to get to the level and have the things that you want, then you won't have them. You can't skip the pra- the practice and the process and those things that it takes to be able to get to those levels. Mm-hmm. And so I want to dive in on just the, the practices, the routines, the things that we do on a daily basis. Uh, man, I've, I've probably changed my process and my practice probably a couple hundred times because yeah. I'm trying to find out the pro- the, the right. perfect one yeah. or the right one for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to do just what everyone else is doing. And if my process consists of that, then I'll do it. But at the same time, I have to kind of play around with different things and different methods to be able to say like, what's best for me, because yeah. what's best for me may not be what's best for the next person. Mm-hmm. So it's just like uh, an example would be that my process is for the most part, you know, I can get up every morning at 5 a.m., but then I've decided now, like, what's the point of getting up at 5 a.m. every morning if I'm not going to do anything? I'm like, I need at least one off day off. So now I've changed it to not only 5 a.m. every morning, but I'll take an off day and I won't get up at 5 a.m. I'll get up later. So now I've decided to not get up at 5 a.m. on Sundays. So it's like, all right, I know I'm going to church on Sunday. And I know that that's pretty much going to be family day, praising God and knowing that. So I don't get up early that day because I know what that day consists of. And that day consists of a lot of powerful words, messages and all that. So that's a day of encouragement. So usually I'm getting up at five to be able to build my mind, to be able to transform it, to be able to change it, to be able to uh, do certain things, to be able to have a good day. Like I said, if you're not mentally ready, you can never be physically prepared. Mm-hmm. The body is a slave to the mind <laughs> if you train it the proper way and take the proper steps and procedures. So I just came to tell people that find find that thing uh, or those things that you should be doing on a daily basis to help you to get closer to the goals, the dreams or whatever it is, the things that you want, the house, the car, the family, the marriage, um, the schooling, the career Whatever it is, it's all a process. It's all practice. It's all things that you have to do to be able to get there. So Mm -hmm. find out what's best for you and then implement that into your life to be able to uh, obtain those things uh, in the future. But it has to start now. Exactly, man. It has to. Like You you can't hold it off to to next week. And you don't have to feel that it's too late for you to start these routines right now. You can start these practices right now. You know, this just dropped in my spirit. I feel like what you apply will be how you fly through life, if that makes okay. sense. Like, what are you applying now will be how you will soar later through your life as well. And, you know, how you will be willing to soar through these many unspeakable things that seem as if they were impossible. So I feel like the more that you keep on having that repetition and practice over and over and over again, that practice, like, I feel like you can't expect to get to a certain destination and just skip right over the the practice because if you did skip over the destination if you did skip the practice and reach the destination you wouldn't even know how to handle the destination yeah because you know you didn't even go through the practice you didn't go through the work so i feel that you know what we apply and what we do now will determine the the other steps that we need to take as we go through our life so 
I feel like it has to start now. You know what I'm saying? It has it has to start now. You can't hold this stuff off. It doesn't matter what you've been through, but it's about where you're willing to go. That truly matters. So if you want to, if you expect to see certain things in your life, why hold it off to next week when you can do the necessary steps to get there right now? And it may be a small step, like I said, but it doesn't matter what step you take as long as you're taking steps. You know yeah. what I'm saying? As long as you're taking steps and not only just taking steps, but being persistent in those steps as well. So, yeah, man, it's kind of like like a muscle, man. You know, like if you don't if you don't work on like your muscles, then they're not going to grow. They're going to mm. be there and they're going to exist, but they're not going to be at to their fullest potential as they could because you're not working them. You're not stretching them. And that's just the thing about life. It's like like a muscle. You have to stretch. It has to stretch. It has to go through tears and rips and all this mm -hmm. to be able to get to where it needs to get to. That's good. And that's the same thing about us in life. Like we have to go through some things, some struggles, some adversity, some failures, some heartaches and all this to be able to get to where we need to because all that is just developing us mm -hmm. into the people that we need to be. So it's giving us the information. It's giving us the mindset. It's giving us the work ethic. It's giving us everything that we need to be able to handle that level that we're going to. Like you said, we can't just skip over things. Like we can't skip over the hurt, the pain, the adversity, the things that we need to learn and then just go there. Cause now we're going to have a, you know, we're not going to have an understanding of that. Mm -hmm. And in the process, we're cheating ourselves of, of that. So it's like, we kind of need that bad, to be able to appreciate the good because if you skip the bad and you go straight to the good, you're just going to be unappreciative of the mm -hmm. good because it didn't cost you nothing to exactly. be able to get there. So, yeah, man, I kind of see it as like seeing your hurt as one of your best friends in life. Like, and obviously some of us will be like, well, why, why does my friend hurt me so much? Well, you have to look at it. Like, I feel like the way that we see our hurt will determine the outcome from our hurt. So I'm looking at my hurt right now and saying, man, I can't get through this or if I'm willing to look at my heart and saying it's going to take me to the next step needed. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it, it kind of go, it traces back to what you said, just in like a different way. Like if, if I didn't go through any bad in my life, I will go straight into the good and I want to be really appreciated of it because I didn't go through anything to get to the good. I just straight up had it. Yeah. So that's why I feel like you have to be willing to endure the struggle and endure everything that you're going through right now. Because if you're willing to endure the bad, then imagine what you will see for the good as well. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I had on that. So, man, it just reminded me. I had to look it up. But um, I wrote this down. I had to literally type it in. I, I went on YouTube and a person was giving a speech and I went in and typed every single word. Didn't say the person's name or any of that. Mm -hmm. But it's it's not that long, but uh I would like to read it. Yeah, go ahead, and I go think ahead. that it's, it's it's really powerful. So it says, Dear hard work, I used to hate you. When you used to call my name, I hurry up and ran from you. When I knew you were coming, I used to hide from you. When you influenced others to talk to me, I quickly made excuses to get away from you. Afraid of pain. Because I didn't want to get hurt. Afraid to fail. So I didn't even try. Afraid of your name. Because what you have done to others. Who do you think you are? Making me afraid of you. Your reflection in a mirror. Shadow behind me. I take one step. You're still ahead of me. Sweat on my face. Tears in my eyes. I keep on going. I hear you tell no lies. You turn the rich. You turn the poor to 
to rich, F's to A's. Is there anything you can't do? Now look at me. You made me who I am today. Because of you, I have this never lose it, never give up attitude. Quitting, that's not in my vocabulary. When they quit, I keep on going. When they sleep, I work harder. When they say I can't and count me out, I show them that I can. When I tell them about my dreams and they laugh, I make sure that I laugh last. I'm a dream chaser. That means I trace my my dreams and no one else's. Only I can defeat me. It's me against this world. You put you put on me. There's no losing. I will not lose. I like that. And that was um, like I say. I don't know <laughs> I like the person. I've I've heard it. Yeah. Maybe two different people didn't really say a specific person that it came from, but I think that that was so powerful because mm-hmm. it was telling a story through hard work and how a lot of times how we're we're so afraid of this because what what we've heard of what it could do we've not experienced it ourselves but we're afraid of it because of the reputation that it has it has a reputation of doing these certain things so we're like all right it's like if you got a neighborhood bully or something like all right i'm not gonna mess with him because i hear so many things things, about him but we haven't actually experienced it ourselves Mm -hmm. and it also goes into talking about how once he actually tried it, it wasn't as bad as what people said it was. And now it's like, I'm thanking you for this because before I was afraid of you because you did this, this and this. But now I appreciate you because you're doing this, this and this. But the this, this and this from the beginning was the bad, the this, this and this. Now that you're doing it, it's good. It's mm-hmm. developing you. It's helping you. It's uh, the process, it's development, it's practice, it's all those good things. So. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. So we can't really, we can't really let the definitions from what other people may say of a certain situation block us from the meaning that we're supposed to get from it. Man, you know what I'm saying? Sure, for sure. So I know that we have a bunch of setbacks, but we have to realize that with with every hard work that we're going through and the setbacks, you know, even our setbacks can lead us to our greatest come up. So I feel like with everything, I like. I feel like life is what you make it to be, so to speak. It's what you're willing to make out of the situation that determines what you get out of them. It's, it's, it's the way that you're willing to make what you're willing to see the hard work for that will lead you to that dream that you're chasing at the end. You yes. know what I'm saying? So I feel like we can't really, we have to be willing to always know that a hard our hard work adversity, the suffering is not meant to inflict pain on us. At the end of the day, it's meant to better us and meant to grow us into the best version of ourselves that we can be. And once we get through it, we can look back and be like, man, I, I can't believe I've been through all that. But it, yeah. it, I, I'm starting to see now at the moment, at the moment, I've seen it as, oh, wow, it's hurting me. But now when I look back, when I endure that hurt, I can look back and say, oh, it wasn't hurting me. It was making me better. So yeah, stronger. That's what I got on that. But man, it's kind of almost as well. It's like you think of it. We're all brought into this world as babies. Mm -hmm. And you think about it for like the first year or so, we only drank what? Like milk. Like we didn't. We only drank like milk, right? So it's like, all right, that's a process because now you're like, I'm able to eat whatever I want to. But from the beginning, I wasn't able to. Mm -hmm. So it just shows that how everything is a process. Like we go through different things, but 
ultimately it creates something totally different than what it was from the beginning. Like even from a person that's struggling with like homelessness or whatever it is, it's like, that's not the end result just because this is what it is. You know, that doesn't mean that's what it's always going to be. Yeah. But it means that it's a process. So wherever you're starting, that doesn't mean that that you're finished. You can't look at where you are. You have to look at where you're going Mm -hmm. and what it could potentially be. Exactly, man. So it's not, like I said, what's your, even though the hurt that's hurting you, the same hurt that is hurting you now can be the same hurt that can lead you to the expected end that you need to be. So don't look at, don't look at the right now pain. Look at the, the, what's the word? What's the word for it? Uh, Don't look at the right now pain. Look at the, the positive end. If that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? That basically just, just don't, don't see it for what it is now, but see it for what it could be and see yeah. it for what it can grow to. It's not, it's like looking, it's like planting a seed, so to speak. And like, we can't look at the seed for us. It's going to continue to see, but you got to see the seed, that small, simple seed for the beautiful thing that it can grow to. Yeah. So that's why I like to say, like, we have to sometimes be like flowers. It may take time to grow, but eventually we grow into what we were meant and, and, and proud to be. So, yeah. That's what I had on that, man. I want to add to that. And that's good. <laughs> so we've um, talked about like the process and the procedure and those different things to be able to kind of help people to understand the practices and, and all those things that could be applied to the lives and like the things to do to be able to develop others as well. Mm-hmm. But man, um, next topic, man. Um like I say, I want to give people some fresh content, yeah. some different stuff uh, weekly. Sometimes we may repeat ourselves. So like I say, if, we, if we repeat ourselves sometimes, right. forgive us. You know, we're not perfect. But a lot of times we repeat and you kind of need to hear that. Yeah. Uh, because um, good information is good information. Exactly. It's it just, takes repetition to get something really across. For sure. Know, so. For sure. But what, what, you, what you thinking, man? Man, I'm, I'm thinking of I'm really big. Like I said, I. I said that I was really big on the mindset, mm-hmm. but man, I want to, I don't know if we, if we discussed Mm-mm. in the future, I mean, in the past of like uh gratitude or anything. Yeah. I don't know about gratitude. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm gratitude is probably, is probably tied with first or even second uh, after like mindset, because if you don't have the right mindset, then you can't be grateful for anything. Exactly. But firm believer of, of gratitude. Like I say, the process of me getting up at five in the morning, the first thing is to thank God. It's like, yes. man, like, yes, that's a always new, important. A new day. It's like, thank you for a new day. Like, thank you for first off It's like for grace and mercy. It's like, because I don't deserve it. I can't earn it. I can't get it taken away or none of that because it, it's what it is. Mm-hmm. You've given it to me freely exactly. uh, no more no less it's just what it is so acknowledging that and secondly like the activities of my limbs and my senses it's like all this stuff it's like man that's, that's a lot of stuff just, just those three things like it's a lot because that's the control and our sense of like what we do look smell taste hear all that's like feel all of that that we have that we don't really acknowledge or pay attention to so real big on gratitude and being grateful for those things and being appreciative to open the door for newer things Mm -hmm. and 
Yeah, man, gratitude it plays a big part in like your happiness. Mm-hmm. It pr- plays a big part in how your day is gonna go. It plays a big part in appreciating others. It plays a big part in sometimes your attitude. It plays a real big part in almost everything. Yes. And it's funny. It's like, oh, gratitude can be connected to all these things. And it's like, yeah, yes. I, I really feel that because I wake up in the morning. And I'm I'm really good to people because it's like I'm grateful for what I got. Now I can go out and give that same energy mm-hmm. out to people because I'm grateful and appreciative. But if I'm not grateful and appreciative, I can't give them that energy because I don't have it. Exactly. So. That's 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 that one thing. And what we what we lived by. That's why, I, like, I knew when I first got in this car, I knew we were like we had some type of connection because what oh, yeah. we, you always say is every day is a good day. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. There's no such thing as no bad days. And, you know, every, like I said, every day when I wake up too, I always got to thank God. Always. Because I could have not woke up in my sleep or I could have, you know, this breath, this lung that I'm taking could have held back on me. But I'm just thankful for for every, like, thing that God has given me. Sometimes I just walk outside. I just look at, you know, the sun. I look at all this thing. I just, I'm just so thankful for this this day and this beautiful day that God has given me, even if it's raining, yes, no matter what it is, it's still a good day. So, if you want to charge up your morning, I feel like if you want to charge up your morning with nothing but positive things and being thankful, now when you got that one hundred percent energy in you, yeah, now like you said, we can give that energy to other people and let that energy resonate in other people so that they may know that hey. You know what? Every day is a good day. You know what I'm saying? Is, I may man. may have been through bad things. I may have been through different things, but at the end of the day, it's still a good day because I'm here and I'm I'm so thankful for that. So, man, 100. percent It just as you were you were speaking, <coughs> something came to me and it almost gave me the comparison of your phone being charged. Mm-hmm. You know, typically before you leave the your home, your phone has been on a charge and it's up to 100. Yes. percent So that morning process and that gratitude, those affirmations, that uh, positive energy that you're building up. You're building yourself up to 100 percent. I like that. And then the way that the battery is being drained is because now you have to use that. You have to use your phone. So exactly. your phone's not always going to be 100 percent. You're using it. You're doing different stuff. And the battery's slowly but surely going down. Yeah. But the good thing about it is it doesn't go dead because it, you know, you have a charger or, you know, you know, the levels of it. you can look at the battery life so you can decide to put it on a charge if you got one or wait till you get home. But you kind of know how it is. But I kind of see that as um, as starting the day off right. Slowly but surely, we're giving away some of that energy. But it's a little bit different than a battery because we got way more energy to be able to get off than a phone. Mm-hmm. So we're able to give off some of that energy. But that battery life is slowly but surely. It's coming down and it's going down. But it's like in a good way. You're like, I've uh, built myself up to 100%. Now I'm kind of draining myself a little bit. And it's not a bad drain. It's a great drain mm-hmm. because now... You're giving other people power and energy. It's almost like the the newer Samsung phones, how they got the uh, the power share yeah. to where like if you need some battery life, you can sit your phone on top of my phone and get a charge from my battery life because my battery life's better than yours. Uh, so it's kind of like that. We're sharing uh, we're sharing power to other people and kind of giving them a charge when they don't have it and they kind of need it. Exactly, man. So we have to. Well, even like I say, even when when we. I, man, I I love that man. Like how you use that man, because it's it's definitely true. And I feel like the more we charge ourselves with positivity, the negative things that come up against us, it's like, what are you? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like for, man, I really don't want to use this example, man. 
<laughs> go ahead. But, all right, so you know, need to hear it, man. man go ahead. Because it's a nerd. It's a nerd reference, man. It's a nerd <laughs> reference. But man, but you know, you, you throw out a nerd reference like once a week, so exactly. some people are probably gonna be upset if you don't right. throw in at least one. Exactly. Like, Derek been throwing his nerd reference this week, man. What what's going on That's with? I'm saying, man. But I see, I see how like Goku, like you know, the spirit bomb that he charges. Oh yeah. I see, I see it kind of like that, and the only, it doesn't really work on. Positive energy only works on negative energy. Yes. And what the way I see it now is that the more that we resonate positive energy to others, it can affect them, but it will even be a greater capacity when we use that positive energy against yeah. the negative things that come up against us. So it's just a it's just the fact that no matter what comes up against you, as long as you're willing to guard yourself with a, a positive heart, a positive mindset and just really be grateful for everything around you, even if it seems so small, then things that come up against us wouldn't have an effect on you. And even if it does have an effect on you, you would at least know how to fight it. You know for what I'm sure. saying? So, so that was actually a pretty good analogy, man. Like you were saying, it's almost like light to dark. It's yeah. like that lightness, like light's not really going to affect light, mm-hmm. but lights can only affect dark. And light is the positive energy and darkness is the negative energy so exactly. by accumulating all this light it shines so that now the darkness is over you know overshine so it's like if it's dark in your room you can't find stuff you can't really see stuff but as soon as you turn on lights you're like you oh now i can see, see this so yeah. like that their spirit bomb was a great analogy within it because it's like that's the perfect example of using positive energy to destroy negative energy light to destroy darkness exactly to uncover yeah and once you like once you start to see things more in a light way you start to see things like in the negative that you may not have seen before maybe when you was looking at that negative thing was like man nothing negative can i mean nothing positive can really come from that but when you start to be the light in that negative situation you be like oh Maybe that negative thing can bring me to this or yeah. maybe, you know, God's trying to use this negative thing in my life to to push me to this or push me to that. So it's just a matter of being that light and being the positive factor. So, so man, um, yeah, that's what gratitude. And I think, man, yeah, it's, it's a, I want to share and talk about I talked to you a bit about the book that I finished, The mm-hmm. Four Agreements. Yeah. And I think that that's something I really want to share because it, it was so powerful. And I and I can't believe when I first got it, I kind of got, I wouldn't say bored with it, yeah. but I really didn't want to, like, I listened to it a bit and I was like, oh, am I really going to listen to this? I, I got it, but I like listen to it whenever I want to. Yeah. But I realized that I had to have the, the right mindset to be able to start listening. And once I finally got it, it took me two days to finish, but yeah. it wasn't like long. It was like three hours. All right, I feel you. But uh, what happened was that the four agreements, it talked about uh, words, not taking anything personally. Mm-hmm. It talked about always doing your best. Yeah. And what else? It was uh, one more. Always doing your best and don't make uh, any assumptions. Yeah. So what I got from that, man, is that... Um, you know, your words, it's like it talked about coming into agreements. So we have come into agreements as people on certain words that were used a long time ago within our lives. Like whether it was words somebody else spoke into our lives or if it was words that we spoke into our lives, regardless of, of if it was someone else or if it was us, we 
came into agreements with and we accepted it and we allowed it to be a seed within us. The seed was planted and we allowed it to grow over all these years. And now our whole lives were are and were determined off of those words. Mm -hmm. And what made that so powerful to me is that I didn't even know, like all of us have seeds that were grown within us that we have no idea that, that exists. Right. And it's like, man, so it's like, like I told you, example was like someone told you that you weren't going to be anything mm -hmm. and you allowed, you accepted that. You was like, all right, I agree with this. And now that you're not going to be anything grows inside of you. So now everything you do, you end up not having the things being whatever you were supposed to be because the seed is in you and you're subconsciously telling yourself, I'm not going to be anything. Mm -hmm. And that's why um, coming back to the book, but going back to a, another book, uh, Joel Osteen, um, what is it? The power of I, I am. am. Yeah. You know, and that one was just talking about how the negative stuff that we say, instead of saying negative stuff, we could say positive stuff. Mm -hmm. And he was kind of talking about it, but he wasn't really talking about it. He was saying, say positive stuff to yourself instead of negative yeah. stuff, stuff. So that was part of the one agreement and not taking anything personally. It talked about how whatever a person says to you has nothing to do with you, but has everything to do with them. Mm -hmm. Some people have uh, deep insecurities. They have things that the ways that they feel about themselves and all this. Yeah. And so what happens is at times when a person get angry, they do this and say a person showing their true feelings. It's like, it, it's funny that we say that, but we don't really exactly. understand what we're, what they're saying. It's like, Oh, they're, they're telling you their true feelings. It's like, but we forget that they're telling us their true feelings. Exactly. So if they say something negative about <laughs> us, it's like that's about them. But we forget and we take it personal. And that's why it says don't take anything personal because they're just projecting to us on how they feel about themselves. Yeah. I actually told my daughter, my youngest daughter, I think it was um, Monday or so. Mm -hmm. I kind of trained her a bit and told her um, how when someone says something to you, how to respond in a nice way, but mm -hmm. kind of get it across. So I said, um, if someone comes to you and they say you're ugly, I was like, you tell them that you're sorry they feel that way. Right. I was like, now let's practice it. I said, you're ugly. I was like, now what you're supposed to say? She couldn't remember. I said, I'm sorry you feel that way. I was like, now let's do it again. Yeah. And I said, you're ugly. And she remembered it. And she said, I'm sorry you feel that way. Mm -hmm. I was like, but I was like, what does daddy tell you all the time? She says, I'm beautiful. I was like, so what are you? She said, I'm beautiful. Mm -hmm. so, so I said, so you know you're beautiful, right? She says, yeah. So when they say you're ugly, it can't affect you or offend you, right? Right. She was like, yeah. I was like, so you can respond to them, but you tell them you're sorry they feel that way. Exactly. Because what they feel does not matter to what you are. It's like, that's and I told her that's stopping anything from growing within her. So they can't plant any negative seeds because mm -hmm. she's rejecting them by telling them, I'm sorry, you feel that way. Exactly. And yeah, so that's just a part of that. And don't make any assumptions. Mm -hmm. uh, it was talking about how we shouldn't assume that anyone knows anything. Yeah. And if I can be honest, I've been <coughs> really bad at making up some assumptions. Every single day of my life, I've made an assumption that yeah, people yeah. are supposed to know this. They're supposed to know that. My common sense should be their common sense. Uh, what I understand, they should understand. But then that really got me to, to thinking. It's like, 
man, like exposure experiences, what we've been around, what we've been taught, what we've seen. All of that is different for each person. So if you tell a person that if they see like an example would be if someone sees a coyote and it's like, oh, that's a dog. You're like, you know, they don't know because it it looks like a dog. Like if I can be real, I seen a coyote and said that's a dog. Yeah. But a lady, she was exposed to him and she told me that's not a dog. That's a coyote. I'm like. I wasn't exposed to it, but you could have been like, how are you going to think right. that's a dog? Because it looks like one. I thought yeah. it was a dog. So that that was just an example of, for myself personally, yeah, and what yeah, I yeah. thought was, was there. But it's just like never assume anything. So mm-hmm. it's like once we don't take offense to anything, once we don't allow positive, I mean, negative words to creep inside of us and to live off of that, and once we don't get offended by not getting offended, not taking anything uh personal and the words and it says lastly the fourth one was uh always do our best and if we always do our best we can work on those other three yeah but that's like the perfect examples and the things to live by on a daily basis to ensure that not only we're living right but we're like mentally ready we're we're not getting offended our feelings are not hurt no one can take power from us because we're developing these things that's building us and giving us so much strength that no one can take it away. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. So, yeah, man, just wanted to share that about the, the four agreements. And that was actually recommended to me by one of my church members. Yeah, man, I like that, man. And I know that's going to definitely, definitely resonate in somebody's heart. And once you, when you were saying about speaking life, is I feel like our mouth is the tool. And then what we say out of our mouth is the finished project, if that makes sense. Yes. So if I said... so. Basically, what I mean by that, <clears throat> so let's just say, for example, I say it on my mouth, I can make it. Yes. So now my mouth is like the tool. And then once I say I can make it, it's like it's slowly bringing into life like a, a positive stronghold that can't be broken. Yes. But then when I say out of my mouth, I can't make it or I can't do this, I can't do that. Then it's just building a stronghold of negativity. So you have to be careful with how do you use your tool. You for know sure. what I'm saying? You have to be careful with how you use your mouth because like. It, people people hear that and be like oh that's just that's just that's just another lesson but it's it's really true like i noticed the more i spoke negative in my life how things just started to fall but even in my negative but when i started to grow stronger and started maturing life i realized that the that if i'm willing to use my tool my uh if I'm using willing to use my mouth in a positive or even a negative situation, I just started to see the growth and the development of things. You know, it, it pushed me to go even farther. It pushed me to to have faith in God despite how things look. It yeah. just it opened up doors that I thought I couldn't open. So you have to be careful. Like I said, go back to how you will how you're willing to use your tool because how you're willing to use your tool will determine what you build in the end. So that's good, man. That's good. <clears throat> But yeah, man. But man, I um, I don't know, man. This 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 has been a a great conversation and yeah. some great topics to be able to share with others. You know, um, one thing that I found that I that I thought about is, you know, we kind of share a bit about our lives and we talk about personal experiences and we talk about personal development and encouragement and all that. Yeah, you know, but. Uh, 
And we, you know, we, we say some stuff that's like funny every now and then. Maybe it's just funny to us. And yeah, yeah. Anyone else, but, You're like, man, what the heck they yeah, say? That was not funny. About? That was pretty lame. <laughs> exactly. Man. So, but yeah, man, um, that, that was some good stuff though. Definitely, man. But man, I think that, uh, that ought to put it in the books for this week right here, man. I yeah. know that this would be a little bit of a shorter podcast compared to the rest of them. The rest of them usually last about an hour, hour yeah. plus, but want to give the people a break this week. Some people are probably like, man, why do they always got to go so long? Like, why can they shorten it up a bit? I yeah. do want to listen, but, you know, they got too much content and they're yeah. just doing this. So, um, man, I think um, we can end it for now unless, yeah. you know, you had something else you wanted to talk about or discuss or let the people know about before this week uh, of the podcast ends. Honestly, when I said that last call, I'm like, man, I don't got nothing. <laughs> man, that's good. But, that's yeah, good. but I hope, like I say always, I hope that what we say can really impact your life and that it, it's not just words that just go by, but that you can also apply it to your life and just keep on trusting God. So, And like we, like I always say as well, we're too imperfected people that are talking about real lives and talking about things that we go through and things that can help you and those type of things. We're not celebrities. We're not famous. We're not any of that. We're just average people trying to reach the the right people and the people that need to hear these messages. So Mm -hmm. um, I I haven't really, you know, put it out there, but you know, I'd like for you guys to check out the, our YouTube page, Building Empowering People. Yeah. Um, you can check out this podcast on multiple platforms and streaming services. I know three of the most popular ones is uh, Google Music, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Yeah. Those are one of the, those are the three most popular ones that you can find us at. You can find us on Facebook at Building and Empowering People. You can find us on Instagram at Building and Empowering People as well for daily messages, encouragement, and all that stuff. And you can also comment, like the page, subscribe, whatever it is, so you can keep up with us and what Definitely. we're doing. And if you want to hear more than just, um, you know, one podcast a week, I mean, that's pretty much what you're going to get right. for now. But all those other platforms that we've given you, you can kind of see a lot of the things that we do on a daily basis. So um, that's just where you can find us at. And, um, yeah, so that's it for the week there. And, uh, as Derek said, and as I, as I said, you know, we, we just hope that it truly makes a difference, but we will see you guys next week. Have a good one.